All right, welcome to Inside Flicks. This is a movie review discussion podcast. Uh, my name is Mike, and I'm here, like always, with my two brothers, Richard and Raymond. And in this episode, we're going to review the new Netflix film, Gunpowder Milkshake. Um, I'll play a clip, and we'll come back. I need to exchange some books. Come. Well, girl, you'll need a Jane Austen. A Virginia Woolf. And an Agatha Christie. For reading. Your talents are needed. Somebody stole from us. We need that money back. Let's change a plan. They kidnapped an eight-year-old girl. I can't leave her to die. Oh, you know the truth. Give the kill order. All right, Rich, uh, tell us about the cast for Gunpowder Milkshake. Well, the movie stars Karen Gillian uh, from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, along with Lena Haiti, Carla Gugino, Michelle Yeoh, Angela Bassett, and Paul Giamatti. And who's the director of this? Uh, that would be Navo uh, Papachado. He's an Israeli filmmaker who uh, previously directed a... Co-directed. Co-directed. Co-directed a cult movie called... Big Bad Wolves. Uh, Raymond, I think you saw this movie a while back? Yeah, I saw it back when it was released, uh, mostly because um, it, it, it was, um, I think, in Quentin Tarantino's like, top 10 movies of the year or something like yeah. that. So, so yeah. I decided to check it out. Yeah, I remember I remember and, when, it, when it came out, it got a lot of buzz. It was kind of the, it, it ran in the festival circuit, mostly the genre festival circuit, and it was kind of one of those buzzed about kind of thrillers and it's a it's a gritty film it's about kind of like it's a revenge film right Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's good and it's very like stylized but it's also a very kind of uh simple movie and um plus it was a couple of very it's a couple years ago too right it was like maybe five years ago right at least yeah Mm -hmm. it was a a while back yeah yeah so this is this is papa shadow's uh solo effort Uh, yeah and so, and he also co-wrote this screenplay. Mm-hmm. And so, tell Rich, tell us about the the, the synopsis. Okay, uh, to protect an eight-year-old girl, a dangerous assassin reunites with her mother and her lethal associates to take down a ruthless crime syndicate and its army of henchmen. So it's Karen Gillian. Mm-hmm. She's from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, right? And she is the main star of this. Uh, she plays an elite assassin, like you were saying, and she is. Uh, I know, this is, I, I, you know, people have described this as like the the female John Wick. Uh, do you guys agree with that? Yeah, I it's say. trying to be in ways. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's a it's a mixture of things. I got I got also a very kind of '90s kind of stylized uh, vibe, uh, but it's also clearly I think trying to be like um, uh, uh, like John Wick with like how John Wick has the Continental. This has like the the whole librarian thing. Uh, it's a, it, was, it was just like John Wick. Yeah, it's clearly a ripoff. It's, um, it's oh. like John Wick meets Birds of Prey. It's it's Jane Wick. I don't think that you know. I think I I found it to be less John Wick and more Kill Bill. It's it's, it's the, trying the to be a little are, bit, yeah. but I felt more actually more instead of Kill Bill, I felt a bit more. Um, since Just like it, desperado oh uh, okay uh, uh, it's, uh, but that's what i meant there's a lot you could feel a lot of like 90s stylized movies and well, I, d- I even though kill bill's not a 90s movie you i would definitely count that one as well 
And uh, the dialogue, which I have a problem with, <laughs> and we'll yeah. talk about that, uh, yeah, it that's... feels very much like Frank Miller and feels like very much like Sin City. It feels like a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, the script isn't very good at all. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's horrible. It's, it's <laughs> the, the wording on it. It's, I mean, the plot line is fine. I mean, it's very basic. But oh yeah, the, it's fine. The, yeah, but, but the the script is it had a like a like an international uh, international feel to it. The comedy, especially, sort the, of like a Luc Besson, uh, a bad Luc Besson movie. Oh, you know, but the, the direction on this movie is like so like all over the place because I, I I think this is kind of maybe what you meant like a, by a bad Luc Besson, but like the 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 scenes with the little girl in this movie that felt like a children's film. And it's like yeah. it goes from it goes from that to like this like uh, to like this like violent already scenes. It could have easily it, been like a, a the professional like or whatever. Uh, but it uh, never comes off that way at all. It feels like it, I, it feels more like Kill Bill and like uh, and like uh, Desperado mm -hmm. and like John Wick and like but, a bunch of different things and never like what it's supposed what it's trying to be. But it, well, I would say that it's not. It's not any of the actors' faults. Uh, I think the the acting is fine. I think there's a lot of actors aren't cast in this movie and there's a lot of very very good actors in this movie that i think are doing some um some uh you know not so good performances this really? is well, not a great day for well, a lot I, of actors I, I think i think it was more more on the script and the direction um i, I like i like the direction. little girl i like the little girl uh chloe cole she's the best part of this movie but she felt like she belonged in a com completely different film yeah i liked her and i would recommend my, i would rec my yeah I, I agree i I would recommend people watch My Spy instead because yeah. I didn't really like My Spy all that much, but it's a much better movie than this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, there's a lot of good movies out there that's better than this movie, but yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I would say that you know I agree with Richard that uh, I think the acting was pretty good. It's just the, the the script here, and I think my main problem with this movie was the, the script and the direction because mm -hmm. I think the direction is very overly aggressive with their with the style. It's very high and repetitive. Yeah, this this is a hyper kind of real neo noir film, and a lot of times this feels like the the aesthetic feels better suited for a comic book than an actual movie. I mean, it's it's not very original because, like we were saying, this feels more like a, a whole bunch of different movies. Uh, the movies that came, that came to to my mind was uh, the films like. Um, uh, bad times at El Royale. Yeah, the the okay, yeah. But yeah. that's the cinematography. Yeah. So and and, and Hotel Ar Artemis, which is oh. a very both of them are very similar. Where it's very kind of this Pulp Fiction esque. Uh, we're gonna throw a lot of style in your face, and we're gonna say a lot of uh, cool stuff. I mean, this. I think my problem. Well, they're they're both set in the darkness with uh, neon light. That's basically. I mean, and set in the seedy underbelly of you know a particular you know particular city where crime is everywhere you know yeah and um you know that's why i mentioned sin city before i think this is very much frank miller actually, i actually kind of blame frank miller for this you know for this no. type of movie because i think you know I, if if you look at frank miller's writing in his comic books it it seems very simple and it seems very easy to do but there are actually the, the, that type of writing is not very, it's pretty hard it's yeah it's a it's a certain rhythm to the to the dialogue it's this 1940s rhythm that uh i don't think a lot of people could pull off i think even sin city the rich you know the the robert rodriguez film doesn't really pull off that well only i think uh in, when i think of that film i, I think of mickey rourke as the only one who kind of pulls <laughs> off that uh that dialogue I, I, I love that whole movie yeah <laughs> i love the whole movie 
but yeah. Mickey Rourke particularly. Uh, well, I'm talking about Sin City, not not gunpowder uh, milkshake. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but Mickey Rourke <laughs> specifically was able to kind of pull off the Frank Miller because I remember watching that movie in theaters, and when he kind of says like, you know, these are the old days, the bad days, you know, the all or nothing days, and I go, oh. wow. Well, I, I finally saw the the comic come to life, you know, mm. and and that was like uh, uh, like one of the great moments of of watching that movie, you know, but didn't get any kind of same kind of acting in this film. Well, and- well, check it out. If this if this whole movie had like revolutionary visuals, like um, like Sin City did for its time, and this really like blew me away with the visuals and was doing stuff i hadn't seen before and was like that consistently throughout the entire movie i don't i don't think i would care about the bad script or dialogue i don't i if if it delivered on the action and stuff but i don't think it really delivered on that stuff really on any of that in the movie like the action was pretty good like once you got to the third act but once i got once you get to that point i was already like so completely over the movie Mm mm-hmm well, I like to give praise to where it's due, and I think the cinematography in this is top notch, and it's a top notch uh, cinematographer. So, yeah, uh, Michael Saracen, uh, who's uh, who, who's been doing this stuff for ages. I mean, he's, he's one of the uh, first movies I remember him doing is uh, the Bugsy Malone, which is <laughs> yeah, he he did a lot of movies for for Alan Parker, who. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, he did uh, Fame and Midnight Express, and but most recently he did the the Apes movies. The, with, the dawn, with, dawn of the planet of the apes and war of the planet of the apes for matt reeves yeah yeah i mean yeah it's a yeah i would say that it's a top-notch cinematography uh, and i think I, I really do like the production designs in the sets mm-hmm. i like yes that. yeah it's the, the problem with just the director he he is so desperate trying to come off as cool in this yeah movie. and it's yeah. so so irritating and, yeah and this, this the slow-mo is just way overkill on this and, stuff and, yeah. and it's not the, the, the fascinating thing though is big bad wolves did all of this all of these tricks yeah. and it worked so well in that movie and that movie is like about like you know it's it's about you know pretty pretty messed it's messed up themes it's a very adult themes and this is like a kind of almost like a children's film by comparison and you would think this would be like a a, a piece of cake for him mm-hmm. and not exactly that's why i actually think that maybe the co-director of big bad wolves was maybe more of the like the character more yeah. of like the that's very and then this guy was like and then this guy was all like visuals and, and action and like and stuff like that that's very possible well the thing that i really hated about this movie was the jargon in this yeah. movie the dialogue because the dialogue is written yeah where everything is supposed to be mysterious everything's ambiguous everything is kind of shrouded in secrecy every character is doing their double speak and they're talking in coded language and i found all that frustrating because you know they're they're just like you know like i was saying before they're, they're just trying to be so cool and you're no you're not fooling anyone and you know and it's all tricks that we've it's all tr- it's all tricks that we've seen like many times before yeah and we kind of like get, we've we've seen all of this done better yeah and we kind of get you know right away that you know books are guns and libraries yeah. are where the weapons are and the diners are these neutral grounds and it's all these mobs speak and it's just stop you know stop being cool for one second and really kind of focus on what your the story you're trying to tell yeah and i it uh you know i just i just found that just like really really kind of um bothersome i mean i just really kind of just couldn't get into the movie because it felt so phony like it, it really felt phony it really felt like kind of like 
wink wink no i, I felt right. for the actors because I, I really wanted you know i'm really big fan uh of all the cast uh, involved carlo gugino angela bassett michelle yo mm -hmm. were perfectly uh, i mean to that trio alone could sell tickets you know and, and with paul giamatti as a as the big bad actually it wasn't even the big bad um the big bad was ralph uh Anderson, who i actually love from the witch and he's in here like two three scenes basically or whatever and, but totally unused what's your thoughts on karen gillian i, I thought I, he was completely miscast i i did not like i did not like her from the very beginning in the movie and this is i usually like her in everything like i this is the first time i haven't liked her in something i, I, I just feel she was completely miscast for the role and uh, i don't her and her director just didn't click because uh just she did not work at all for me there was like one particular scene where karen gillian had to kind of ask for redemption and I thought she did a good job because there, there was sure, no... There are moments, but overall... Yeah, there like, were moments, yeah. But overall, the performance really fell flat for me. And as this, like, really this this character that went through everything that she's gone through and is just, like, assassin, I thought was kind of laughable. I just didn't buy it at all. Um, just, just from her opening uh assassin scene when it's they show her flashback mm -hmm. i was like no nah, this, this isn't working for me this it, it, it just it pulled me out well the young girl who plays the 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 or the girl the actress who plays uh karen gillian's um younger self freya, uh, yeah, freya she was allen. Good. yeah what's her name freya allen and she's from the witcher oh okay, okay. and so uh I thought maybe yeah she was really good and I thought maybe they should have just kept the movie on her and, and don't <laughs> you know you don't have to go 15 years later you know in the first scene I mean I thought she was really especially good. since you keep uh since you keep Lena Headey in the movie like the same age don't <laughs> change anything so it, it would have made sense to keep the little girl like um I personally like I feel bad saying it but I was also personally disappointed with Michelle Yeoh and Angela Bassett. Well, they were they weren't um, given much to do. Yeah, it's I'll say uh, it's, Angela Bassett had a, had a lot of fun. You could tell she was having a great time with this movie. Yeah. Um unfortunately this the, it didn't turn out the way she was hoping. <laughs> <laughs> but you could tell she was having fun. I I it, she was miscast for me. Uh, Michelle Yeoh, just I didn't I didn't buy her at at all. And during the action sequence that she had, it's just it, it, I felt like the act like the like the stunt actors were just kind of you know. No, I think they had a gay all time. I, I, I mean, I, I think the, the, the it just I mean I, yeah. I don't I don't think they were miscast. I think you could do something. I mean, I mean, obviously they're 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 play uh hit women, you know, uh, veteran yeah. hit women. I. You, as a screenwriter, you could do something with you know these actresses, but uh, they just didn't have much to do in the whole movie. And uh, they had a couple of scenes where maybe they highlighted their 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 physical attributes as a as a hit woman, but uh, as characters, they were pretty much just one dimensional. I do like Carla Gugino. Yeah, she she I, I liked her because she actually had like something to do, and yeah. she and her role wasn't all. She didn't really have that much action stuff to do, so. I, I didn't have any issue with her action sequences because she didn't have any. <laughs> yeah, Carla Cugino, Carla Cugino had uh, at least somewhat of a dimension in her characters. There, there was something that she was playing off. The other ones uh, 
really were kind of one-dimensional. They were uh, uh, basically uh, the TikTok man from John Wick type characters. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And this, and this franchise, this isn't <laughs> even a franchise, but this, this gunpowder milkshake has not earned any stupid characters like the TikTok man yet. You have to get to like gunpowder milkshake three <laughs> to do stupid things like that, and they are never going to get there. Also, also, I think a lot of times this guy, the director, Papuchado. Yeah. Also was trying to kind of do an old boy. Yeah. Which and the, there was like failed. You know, old boy had famously had that one take scene, the hallway scene, and I think all the. Would action, you say that was that was the uh, the dentist scene? I think it was all the all the action scenes in this movie. I think he extremely tried to do in this one take. Well, the bowling scene was definitely Kill Bill. Other than that, I like to say that um, I like the score. I actually like the score. The the it had like a western type of theme, Italian western type spaghetti western type theme. Sort of like uh I guess you could say um sort of like uh Sam Raimi's uh, The Quick and the Dead. Uh, I had that western that Quick and the Dead had an awesome western theme. But um but I I felt a little bit like that, but slow, of course, to, to match the move, the well, direction. I think the guy I think the director said that he was a fan of those old spaghetti westerns, and then The Quick and the Dead, which Sam Raimi directed, mm -hmm. uh, it definitely was an homage to old spaghetti westerns. Also, uh, El Topo. You know, there were some scenes that he lifted from yeah. El Topo, but yeah. Uh, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I know the director kind of says like he's this is a mishmash of a lot of different genres and a lot of different films, but I really think this is really kind of a a Kill Bill, Sin City kind of vibe, an old boy kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, um, you know, w thinking about Kill Bill, I remember, you know, we there was a scene in Kill Bill, the first one, where he, she's, there's a red background and Uma Thurman's character with a sword, mm -hmm. uh, got the silhouettes. Right, that's it. That's uh, uh, I remember. That's like taken from uh, um, Tokyo Drifter, that Japanese film from 1966. It's a mm. uh, films from uh, it, it was a couple of Yakuza films from uh, a, a legendary Japanese director named Seijun Suzuki, and he also did Branded to Kill, which is a kind of similar. But Tokyo mm -hmm. Drifter had like this really great uh, color palette. I, I would recommend watching those movies: Tokyo Drifter, Branded mm -hmm. to uh, Branded to Kill. And then and Kill Bill and I should also mention that Kill Bill has a ton of references. You know, they 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 pay homage to a lot of films, just not you know. And I think the thing is that this one just feels kind of more kind of a, the knockoffs of those movies, and not necessarily borrowing elements from the originals. He's kind of like bar, borrowing elements from the knockoffs. I know that's it. Feels like a lot of, of like a lot of the '90s like stylized movies. Yeah, this kind of um, feels like something that would have came out after Pulp Fiction, uh, you know. Something that Rodriguez would have made, or these are these are the type of movies, man. These are the type of movies I wish Rodriguez would make again, because <laughs> uh, <laughs> he does such a good job at them. And like you see filmmakers like this guy come and fail so bad, and it's like, man, Rodriguez, stop making you know children's movies. Come back and do something <laughs> like this. Well, I wouldn't say it's all bad. I'd just say the slow-mo is the one that really killed me. That's all. I mean, other, the, than that, other than that, it's, yeah. And the comedy. I mean, the comedy is just terrible. But it has that weird Luke Besson type comedy. I mean, it just didn't work. That's all. 
the movie was pretty much all bad for me. I thought the only good part was sadly the the little girl from from my well, spy. I, I guess That's why I'd say I'd, I'd recommend people watch my spy instead, which I didn't even think was all that good. Well, I <laughs> but, guess I just like the characters. I mean, I like the characters themselves and stuff. Oh, like okay. I, I I'd rather see John Wick. <laughs> yeah, of course. Or I'd rather see Old Boy, Old Boy, or Kill Bill. Go yeah. watch those. Oh, movies. but I think I think the I think the connection to those movies is as much more loose. This I think this movie is like blatantly trying to be John Wick again with the whole librarian thing. Well, it's it's the same with the Continental the way they handled it. Yeah. Well, let's grade it. Uh, I'll give it a, a D. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to give it a D. Uh, I think I like it. To, I liked it more than you guys. I, I think. I mean, I, it, I, I look. I have problems with this movie, but I, I do like Karen Gillian in, in it, and uh, yeah. I do like a couple. Of, I like like the. I like the cast. I like the cinematography, and I like the stats. I just didn't like the the, the dialogue and the direction. So I'm gonna give this a C minus. Okay, I'll give it a D plus. <laughs> whatever it doesn't matter yeah. well, i don't recommend it though well i should i should also add before before we end this review um it actually took me four attempts to watch this movie <laughs> the first three times um i i fell asleep like in the fir- in the first 20 minutes the fourth time uh man it, it was it was tough but <laughs> i got through it and um i hated every minute of it uh raymond would you recommend big bad wolves which is uh the director's uh, previous film yeah i would it's it's not like for everyone it's a very r-rated film mm. um it's for an adult audience um it, it, it it's funny because the, the visuals in this movie are like exactly like they are in big bad wolves and big bad wolves has like, very adult themes mm-hmm. but it just worked perfectly for that movie was it also funny or like darkly comic or darkly funny in times because mm-hmm. it's like they're torturing uh, a person in that whole film <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like but they're torturing somebody that deserves it i mean you can tell it actually kind of makes sense how uh it makes sense that that director would want to make a movie that's kind of like this about like uh you know this like f- female continental and stuff like that mm-hmm. they would make a movie like this or he would make a movie like this i just wish he did he made a good one mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean like a good like female john wick that would be cool that he failed miserably big bad wolves is available now on amazon prime i i watched like maybe the first 10 minutes and uh from what i could tell it's better than gunpowder milkshake so i'm gonna finish watching that um all right so that was our review of gunpowder milkshake and uh rich uh if people want to hear our past episodes where can they go uh they could hear they could find us on google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, amazon music spotify and even iHeartRadio. Or you can visit us at uh, InsideFlix.com. Rich, uh, before we end this episode, let's do our tribute to uh, movie critic Gene Shalit, who was famous for his puns. Do you have a pun for us? Well, it seems like we all agree that the milk in Gunpowder Milkshake was expired. <laughs> Is there another pun? Is there another pun you can... Uh, 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 blanks. Do so. the blanks one. It seems like the gunpowder in this gunpowder milkshake was full of blanks. Uh, gunpowder milkshake's been shooting blanks. <laughs> all right, all right, that's enough. All right, all right. The milk in this milkshake was sour. The, the gunpowder milkshake brought none of these boys to the yard. <laughs> all right, all right, that's it. All right, thank you for listening to Insight Flicks. We'll be back soon. <laughs>